much. Well, I'm delighted this morning to continue our series on overcoming. Uh, delighted to be preaching about one of the great keys or the weapons that God gives us in overcoming. And, and I, you, you may be aware of this, but this, might, this is just going to help us as we launch into our message. But I had a very short-lived and undistinguished or indistinguished modeling career. I know, I know. Some of you will find that hard to believe. Others, you've got a lot of faith. But I worked for two years in country Victoria in a clothing factory. It was an oil skin manufacturing like dryers at home. And we made coats and moleskins and all sorts of different things. And I, I was in the management team there for a while, ran it for a while. And uh, we were like a rivers shop. Like if you've ever seen rivers, they're made in country Victoria. And to to minimize the marketing budget, uh, they would use the staff, they use the staff as models. That's what happened with us. And so I had one particular, one, one and one only, but it went through, it did go through leaflets all around Australia of our products. And just today, just this once, for your eyes only, I'm going to let you see my modeling career right there. There it is. You're welcome. You're welcome. I know, I know. I can't believe I didn't get letters or sign-ups or offers. Uh, some of you will understand from seeing that why Danielle fell in love with me, obviously. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, that, that's kind of what happened. Okay, let's take that down. I don't want to cause any of you to stumble here today. I'm joking. I'm kidding. So we had to put the garments on. And this morning I want to talk about one of the great weapons of overcoming and my message is called get your praise on put your praise on i'm here to tell you this morning wherever you are that one of the great weapons that you will have in the fight to overcome challenges and situations is is last week we talked about the word of god today i'm going to talk about getting your praise on all of us because we live in a fallen world, are going to find that things go south, things go wrong. We, we end up in, in deep yogurt, we like to call it every now and then. Sometimes it's not our fault, it's just life. Sometimes it's because of our dumb choices. Sometimes it's just part of our journey and God's using it. Uh, sometimes it's the devil and it's spiritual warfare. But whatever the reason that we face obstacles and things to overcome, then God's given us the keys to overcome. And in Isaiah 61 verse 3, it tells us about uh, Jesus, what, what he came to do. And one of the things it says in the middle of this description of Jesus' role is that he came to bring the garment of praise. Everybody say the garment of praise. He came to bring the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Turn to your neighbor right now and say, it's time to get your praise on. It's time to put your praise on right now. Philippians 4 verse 4 says this, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. This is Paul in a prison, in a difficult circumstance, writing and saying, come on church, you need to rejoice and, put, and get your praise on. What's praise? Praise is, it is part of the armory of every Christian, just like the Word of God, like fasting, like giving, like there's so many, the name of Jesus. Uh, there are so many things that are part of our armory as a believer. But praise is this. It's when we, we sing or speak or shout glory to God. It can be sung, spoken, or shouted. Now, here's sometimes you can think, well, I'm not a very good singer, John. I, I, that's not my gifting. I don't have an ability to sing. I want to I encourage all of us here today. The Bible doesn't give an out clause to those who are vocally challenged. 
Uh, the Bible doesn't give an out clause, out clause to the tone deaf in the room, okay? It's not what he does. Uh, the the Bible is very clear. Actually, I think what happens is between here and heaven, I think there's an angel that sits just in the, the in, inner courts of God. And as our words go up to heaven, that angel has, has, has got an auto-tuner. And that auto-tuner is taking those words and they, they go in sounding a little ordinary, but they come out and you sound like Taylor Swift. You sound like Justin Bieber. You sound like Pavarotti. Whatever you're wanting to be, it, it comes out in a heavenly sound because of the auto-tuner. So I'm here to tell someone here today, let rip in the worship. Let rip in the praise. Give it all you've got. Now, we might not give you a microphone because we don't have the auto-tuners in the room, but God loves the sound of your voice when you praise Him through your heart. Praise is elevating God to His rightful place. Praise is lifting Him up to the place of honor in our lives, to where He deserves. Praise is esteeming God the way He should be. Praise is magnifying God for who He is, what He's done, and what He's going to do. I'll say that again. Praise is making a choice to magnify God for who He is, for what He's done, and what He's going to do. This is praise. What you've got to be careful to know today is praise is not a feeling. Praise is not a feeling. Praise might lead to a feeling, but praise is not a feeling. It might produce a feeling, but praise is a decision that we make to honor Jesus with our heart and with our words. I love it. Don't ever let your feelings be the, the, the leader of your life. Feelings are not reliable. If you follow your feelings, the Bible says your heart is corrupt and always. Your, your, your feelings will take you into all sorts of problems. We're not called to follow our feelings. We're not called to be led by our emotions. We're called to be led by our convictions. You're a spiritual being, a spirit, soul, and body. Don't let your physical urges lead you. Don't let your soul's emotional roller coaster lead you. Let your spirit decide, this is the kind of person I'm going to be, and this is what I'm going to do with my life. I love when David in the Psalms, he's the ultimate praiser. He, he, he writes psalm after psalm of praise to God. This one in Psalm 103 is one of my favorites. He sings, he, he writes this, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. He's talking to himself. Come on, buddy. Bless the Lord, soul. I know you feel a bit flat today. I know things aren't working out for you. But soul, you need to bless the Lord. He's taking the lead out of his spirit. And all that is within me. There's this kind of praise. Yeah, Lord, we, yeah, yeah, that. No, 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 he's talking about all. He's talking about letting something out of my heart, out of my soul, out of my belly, out of my mind. All that is within me. Praise His holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. And this is how He tells us to do it. Forget none of His benefits. Oh, so don't worry about what's working now. For, don't forget what He's done for us. He forgives all my sin. He heals all your diseases. He redeems your life from destruction. He crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. He tells Himself to remember everything that God has done for Him. He creates an intentional attitude of gratitude which attracts the favor of God. It's a choice. It's a choice. 
I want to talk this morning about three reasons, three things that happen when we get our praise on. Three things, uh, three reasons we need to get our praise on. Three reasons to get it going on right now. The first one is very simply this. Come on, it's because God deserves it. He deserves it. Come on, C3 Powerhouse Melbourne, He deserves it. Psalm 47, 6-7 says this, Sing praises to God, sing praises. Sing praises to our King, sing praises. For God is the King of all the earth. Sing praises with understanding. Psalm 95, 1 and 2, Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come to Him with thanksgiving. Let us sing psalms of praise to Him. Now here's another one which is awesome and this, this means no one gets off the hook. Let everything that breathes I would pretty much cover all of us, I would imagine. Let everything that breathes sing praises to the Lord Praise the Lord. Everything that breathes, that's you and me. Sing praises to God. Hebrews 13, verse 15. Through Him, then let us, as Jesus, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of lips that acknowledge His name. A sacrifice of praise. That's that thing of it not being a feeling, but a choice. That means it's a sacrifice if, if I'm down and I don't have the energy, but I choose to, to sacrifice that, my, my own feelings and give Him some praise. It's, uh, it's easy to praise God when you're on the mountaintop. It's easy to praise God when everything's going your way. But what takes real strength is to praise God in the valley. The most powerful praise that you can ever give is not after a victory or a breakthrough. The most powerful praise you'll ever give is not because of what God did. It's in spite of what's going on. In spite of what's going on. In spite of the storm. In spite of the challenge. In spite of the sickness. In spite of the doctor's report. In spite of, in spite of my bank account. In spite of my relational status. In spite of the All Blacks losing. I will praise Him. Or maybe just because, if you're an English supporter right now. I'm helping you, Josh. I'm helping you. If the enemy comes in like a flood, it's time to get your praise on. If you're feeling restricted and confined, it's time to get your praise on. If you can't see a way forward, it's time to get your praise on. If nothing makes sense and everything's going to custard, it's time to get your praise on. Turn to your neighbor and say, come on, get your, get your praise on. Get your praise on. Nothing confounds the devil more. Nothing, nothing irritates the devil more than when he's had a shot at you, knocked you out, put you on the ground where everything's gone wrong. And on that ground, you just make that decision. Well, you know what? I got night, I knocked it down. But Jesus, I'm deciding to give you praise. I'm going to get up again and I'm going to get you praise. He doesn't understand how someone can give praise in spite of everything going wrong. It's like Job who said, though he slay me, yet will I trust and hope and praise the the living God. That's the spirit of someone who praises in spite of. I praise because He deserves it. 
I praise because He's the creator of the universe. I praise because He's the, the almighty one. I praise because He became the savior of the world, Jesus. I praise because He gave Himself for my, for my, for my life. I praise Him because He ransomed me from going to hell. I praise Him because He took my sickness upon Himself. I praise Him because He made a way for me to have my name in the book of life. I praise Him because of who He is and He deserves my praise. You gotta read the Psalms quite a lot. To, I call it the, voc- the vocabulary of praise. When at times, when it comes time to give Him praise, I can sing songs that other people have written, but it's always good if I've got some things that I know about God and I can say, oh, I'm magnifying you. This is who you are, Lord. This is the kind of God that you are. Getting your praise on doesn't guarantee that your circumstances will change. They might. Praising God to get a breakthrough is not the ultimate of praise. Praising God because of who He is is the ultimate of praise. Some of the richest praise in the history of the church was martyrs who made made a choice to sing praise to Jesus as wild animals were released to devour them as they were burned to a stake. They, didn't make, they weren't giving God praise so that He would deliver them. They were giving Him praise because He deserved it and they wanted to be close to Him. And that's some of the richest praise in the history of the church. Don't ever think that I'm giving, I'm giving praise just so. Because if just so doesn't happen, you'll stop praising. Give praise because of who He is. He deserves our highest praise. Let's get our praise on. Number two, why we give praise? Well, praise actually changes the spiritual atmosphere around your life. It changes the spiritual atmosphere around your life. The Bible says put on, put on so we know it's a choice, I'm putting on the garment of praise because there is some heaviness. It calls it a spirit of heaviness. Therefore, we can get a spiritual atmosphere around our lives at different times because of warfare, because of tiredness, because of ground getting taken, because you're going to get water baptized tonight, because you step up, because you start to, to advance the kingdom of God, before, because you're starting to make a difference in your life. You're taking, and, and so they can get some heaviness coming against you. And so the Bible says the antidote for that heaviness coming against you is getting your, your garments of praise on for that spirit of heaviness. Psalm 32 verse 7, you are my hiding place. You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. Songs, I sing songs and as I sing the song, the evil spirits go, the atmosphere changes. As David played the harp for Saul, the tormenting spirits left him in that moment because he was singing songs of deliverance. I want to encourage us today. There's something powerful when a group of people make a decision to sing songs of praise. I want, I want us to understand this morning as we gather, whether, whether, whether it's here on a Sunday morning, whether it's in a group, wherever we're gathering in the name of Jesus, but particularly where we have praise and worship, I want you to understand that the first song is not just a warm-up. That, that, first, that first song that we do, it's not so the band can tune up. It's not atmosphere music so that we can all just say hi to one another. Something's happening in those first couple of songs that is that the sooner we 
get into unity and the sooner we make the choice to get our praise on, then the sooner the atmosphere changes, heaviness breaks off us. Now sometimes you're doing it for you, but sometimes you're doing it for somebody else because they're coming into this place heavy and you made that choice to plant yourself in your seat. You got here early. Let's be that kind of church. Let's be that kind of church who gets here early, greets and says hello and gets here 15 minutes early and talks and has a coffee and then, and then comes in so that the moment that first song starts, we're right, all right, I'm getting my praise on here today. I'm going to give God some glory. I'm going to change the atmosphere over my life and I'm going to change the atmosphere over somebody else's life. I'm not going to be a spectator and go, mm, yeah, I don't really like that song. Wish we'd do that one. I'm not going to be a spectator and go, a bit more energy from the band would help me get going today. I'm going to, make, I'm going to not be a, a, a temperature gauge. I'm going to be a thermostat. I'm not going to just measure the temperature. I'm going to measure it and I'm going to change the temperature. I'm an atmosphere creator and praise changes the atmosphere. So when the worship leaders stand up here and say, hey guys, let's get our praise on, you know what they're doing. They're saying, let's make the choice, the sacrifice of praise. Let's, let's exalt Jesus above everything and magnify Him so that the atmospheres of our life can change. Spiritual atmospheres, spiritual atmospheres in your home will change when you make a priority to praise. Uh, Danielle and I, as newlyweds, moved into a home and, and we, we were in love and we were, going, we were going great. But then suddenly we started fighting. Not sure, and it was just like the moment we moved into this house, we'd been married a couple of years, the moment we moved into this house, we started fighting. I'm like, what the heck is going on? It's a spiritual atmosphere. We, so after, after a few weeks of nagging and niggling and, you know, blah, 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 getting all feisty, and that was just me, after a few weeks, we're like, this is crazy. We need to pray. And we need to change the atmosphere of this place. And so we began to pray. We put, we put praise and worship music on to, because that helps the atmosphere. We bound that spirit was in this place of, of disunity. Then we, we find out a few weeks later that the people before us had had a terribly messy divorce. And obviously behind it was a demonic spirit. And that, that they left, but the spirit stayed. So we had to take authority over the atmosphere to change it. I, I want to tell someone here today, it's time maybe to turn the TV off all day in your house and put some praise music on. Maybe it's time to turn the radio off in your house and put some praise music on. I would find I start my day with an hour of prayer and I have worship and praise music on during that whole time because I'm about shifting the atmosphere of my life and the atmosphere of our home. If you come into our home, sometimes there'll be some party music on because we like to party, but the majority majority of music in our house is atmosphere setting praise. If you drive in my car, I've made a choice. The atmosphere I want to set comes from an atmosphere of praise. I want God who's enthroned on my praises to come and sit wherever I am glorifying Him and I want you to do the same. You create the atmosphere by what you listen to, what you watch, what you, work, what you sing, what you say and praise is a big way that we change the spiritual atmosphere around our life. Are we doing all right here today? We're doing good, Dan and Ebony. You're doing good in Melbourne. I can hear you from here. Number three, God fights our battles for us. Come on, this is how I fight my battles. A great song has been written in the last couple of years. I fight my battles. You fight your battles, all sorts of different weapons. You fight your battles with fasting. You fight your battles with giving. You fight your battles with prayer. 
You fight your battles by speaking the Word of God. You fight your battles through the name of Jesus Christ. But praise is another weapon in the armory of every believer to fight your battles. This is how I fight my battles. Psalm 149 refers to a season, one of the greatest uh, breakthrough moments in the Old Testament is with a king called Jehoshaphat. And Psalm 149 refers back to that moment. And it says, when they were assembling together. And when we assemble together, that word assembly has a military context. When we assemble together, the family's gathering and it's a reunion as we come and gather. It's awesome. But when we assemble together, there's also a sense of spiritual warfare and power and the, the gathering of the saints to change spiritual atmospheres, not just over our lives, but over the whole city of the Sunshine Coast, the whole city of Melbourne, wherever we worship. The atmospheres are changed as we gather. Psalm 149 verse 6 says, Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. The two-edged sword is the Word of God. We talked about that last week, the power of the Word of God in our heart and in our mouth. But the high praises is powerful. This story that's captured in the Old Testament as a picture for us about Jehoshaphat is when some kings came to overthrow the Israelites. And they freaked out because they were numerous, so numerous that they intimidated them. And so they made, a, they, they made this choice. They began to fast, say, God, what should we do? And they fasted. And then, and then they prayed, what should we do? And then a prophet came and said, you need, to, you need to get your praise on. And 2 Chronicles chapter 20 captures this story. Early the next morning, the army of Judah, Judah means praise, went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. On the way, Jehoshaphat stopped and said, listen to me all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God and you will be able to stand firm. Believe in His prophets and you will succeed. This is a, this is a word for our church. We've, we've had so many prophecies about what God's wanting to do in terms of growth, multiplication, our land, the miraculous. We listen to the prophets. We stand firm. We made a choice this year. No more fasting. No, no more focus on our land miracle. We're just going to have a praise party all year because God's going to do what He said He's going to do. We've broken through. Believe His prophets. You'll succeed. After consulting the people, the king appointed singers, I love this, to walk ahead of the army. Who wants to join the music team today? Singing to the Lord, praising Him for His holy splendor. This is what they sang. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. Come on, picture this. There's armies of people here. All the mighty warriors of Israel are there. The other side, they're they're outnumbered. I don't know exactly, but probably 10 to 1. They're so intimidated by their enemy. And so they're like, God, we can't win in our own strength. We can't solve this problem that we're facing right now. Maybe you're exactly there. I can't solve this problem in my own ability. I can't solve it in my own strength. And so this, and God says, all right, well, praise is going to cause the breakthrough for you. Send out the singers and the musicians. Oh my gosh, music team, hello. Okay, it reminds me of those old Civil War things where the drummer goes out, just just goes creating an atmosphere. I love it. Imagine what that must have felt like. What the heck is going to happen now? I hope we heard God. 
I hope something happens. Otherwise, at least it'll be quick for us because we're out the front, said the Musos. Watch this, verse 22. At the very moment they began to sing and give praise, the Lord caused the armies of Ammon, Moab and Mount Seir to start fighting amongst themselves. The armies of Moab and Ammon turned against their allies from Mount Seir and killed every one of them. After they destroyed that army, they began attacking each other. So when the army of Judah arrived at the lookout point in the wilderness, all they saw were dead bodies lying on the ground as far as they could see. Not a single one of the enemy had escaped. All they could see goes on and says they got all the plunder, they, got all, they were delivered. At the very moments they began to sing. Come on, somebody. Paul and Silas in prison. At the very moment they began to sing, then an earthquake came and God delivered them. Time and time again, they might not have started to praise with deliverance as their aim. Their aim was that Jesus would be glorified. God deserved that praise, changed the atmosphere, but as they did, God began to fight for them. Someone here today, God is waiting for you to get your praise on so He can go, He can start moving for you. He's waiting for you to step back and go, Well, I did everything I could. Over to you, Lord. I'm going to praise you. I'm going to praise you if we win. I'm going to praise you if we lose. I'm going to praise you if you deliver me from the fiery furnace. I'm going to praise, me, praise you if you don't deliver me. I'm going to praise you if I get the breakthrough. I'm going to praise you if I don't get the breakthrough. I am going to praise you. Mighty God, living God, get your praise on. Get your praise on. Stand to your feet. Give three people a high five and tell them, get your praise on today. Come on, get, get your praise on today. Get your praise on. Oh, yes. Come on, watching online. It's time to get your praise on. Jai, you can do it. Get that praise on, my man. Oh, I want us not just to hear the word today. I want us to do it. I want us to spend a few minutes Lifting up praise to the living God, a shout of praise, a clap of praise, a song of praise right through this place. In a moment, I'm going to count to three, and I want every one of us to lift our voices. Then I'm going to get the, the guys to lead us in a song, but I want us to give Him the praise He deserves. Let God come and sit on the throne of your life. Are you ready to give Him some praise right now? One, two, three. God, we give You honor. We give You glory. We magnify You. Holy you're wonderful. You're wonderful. Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout out to God with a voice of triumph. Holy, holy. King of kings, Lord of lords, mighty God. King of kings, holy one. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Let all that is within me praise the Lord. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Come on, let's sing that song. Jesus. Awesome, 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 awesome. You can grab your seat for a moment. You guys are good. You got your praise on. Changing atmospheres. God fighting for us, angels released to minister on our behalf. 
it's a powerful thing to get your praise on. I want us just to close our eyes right now, right across this room. As you're watching online, just close your eyes. You might be here today, you might be watching, and you don't have a relationship with Jesus. We heard from Amy a little bit earlier about how she had the wrong concept of God. And trying things her own way left her empty. And when she came along here, she discovered that God's not who she thought He was. That Jesus is not who she thought He was. That Jesus cares for us. That He loves us. That He's paid the ultimate price by giving His life on that cross for us. God's love is available for every person listening right now. He has the power to change things in your life from the inside out. He's waiting for you to let Him come into your life. God's a gentleman. He won't overtake your life. He has to be invited in. The price of inviting Him in is full surrender. I give you my life, God. I put my faith in Jesus that when He died on that cross, when He was tortured, it was for my sin so I could be forgiven. You might have once walked with God. You might have once had a, had a church experience, a relationship with Jesus even. Maybe you grew up in Sunday school or youth group or you went to some kind of church but, and maybe you, didn't, you never connected with God or maybe you did but you've drifted away. And this morning in a moment, I'd love to lead us in a prayer. That prayer is a simple surrender of our lives to Jesus, putting our faith in Him saying, come into my life. I want to begin that relationship that you died for me for. Or I want to come back to you because I'm away from you. Maybe you're here this morning. Maybe you're watching online and you not, you're just not sure if when you die, you're going to go to heaven. In your heart, you're not sure. And today, I don't want you to leave without being confident that you're going to spend eternity with God. And that doesn't happen because you're a good person. That doesn't happen just because you go to church. That happens because you put your faith in Jesus, God's Son. When that happens, He comes into your life and He changes us from the inside out. So this morning, if you're saying, John, I need that relationship with God, you're talking about something's missing. In a moment, I'm going to get you to raise your hand. If you're saying, John, I once was in church or had a relationship with God or youth and I've drifted away and I need to come back and make Jesus number one in a moment, I'm going to get you to raise your hand. Or maybe you're saying, John, I'm not sure that I'm going to go to heaven when I die and I want to be sure, then I want you as well. So right now, if you're one of those three categories, wherever you're sitting, would you just raise your hand and say, that's me. Say, John, I need God in my life. I need to surrender to God. Just raise your hand real high and say, that's me. I'm surrendering my life. Watching online, just wherever you are, raise your hand and say, that's me. I need God in my life. I'm surrendering my heart to Him. Who is here today? Your heart's pounding because God's speaking to your heart. Don't worry about what anybody else thinks. This is your moment with God to get right. Surrender to Him. Surrender to Him. It's your moment. It's your moment. Wherever you are. I, I feel like there's at least one person in this room right now. Your heart's wrestling with God. He, he wants to flood you with His love. But you have to surrender. You have to surrender. So if, you, if you're going to do that, would you raise your hand and say, John, that's me. I need God and I'm surrendering to Him. I'm surrendering. I'm inviting Him into my life. He's waiting. I'm waiting for you. Raise it up high if it's you. I'm inviting Him into my life. 
in Jesus' name. All right, we're all going to pray this prayer together. I want, us, I want you to pray this after me. If you'll put your hand up watching online or there in Melbourne, pray this prayer after me. Let's all say this together. Dear God in heaven, I thank you that you love me, that you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross for me, for my sin. And I'm turning to you today to follow you with all my heart. Forgive me of my sin. I renounce the devil and all his works. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and the power of God. I thank you today that I'm forgiven, born again, going to heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a great hand. God bless you. See through powerhouse. We love you. Back to you.